The following podcast episode is recommended for a mature audience. It may contain coarse language and the topics discussed might be inappropriate for people under 15 years of age. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everyone, um, welcome to another episode of X vs. Y, a pop culture podcast focusing on film and television. My name is Matt and I'm Generation Y. And I'm Audrey and I'm Generation X. And today we're going to be talking about our childhood influences, like what we watched growing up as kids. And I'm sure given our age gap, they were very different <laughs> content-wise. But I, I, I'd like to start with something that was probably, you know, let's start from, you know, primary to high school I feel like primary school (laughs) I only grew up with two channels like out in Mm. the country at that time you know back in the before mobile phones and internet it's hard Um, to imagine a life without Netflix now isn't it I know and and you know what before Wikipedia we had actual encyclopedias what you couldn't just google stuff no (laughs) no I know we actually I remember watching this movie I don't know whether you've heard of it it's called war games and um, nope. Matthew Broderick was in it. I know for, for, for that time it was very, very advanced and it used to be all, you know, when you used to have to type in commands to make things move, like, um, you know, the turtle and I don't, I don't know. Anyway, these, these the guy from Inspector Gadget? Yeah. I know that guy. He's the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's his oh, other famous thing. I haven't seen done. that, but I've... I've I've seen I've seen it so oh, like around a lot. I've just never gotten around it. There's too much content out there. You know, that's a classic you know? '80s Gen X movie that I do want to see that. I every every see Gen that. X person from that era has probably seen that movie. But um, you'd probably like that movie actually if I recommend a Gen X movie. You should. This is what another thing. Maybe we should do another episode. We should recommend a movie from our generation for you to watch, you know, the, a classic movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and then you, we can, you know, rate them, like ones that we rate. But um, so when I was really young, I actually used to watch a lot of Sesame Street So because Sesame Street's always been on the ABC and we've always had the ABC. And I remember I used to watch it right up to the credits because it would only take us five minutes to get to school. And I used to – I watched it right up to probably year six and if you watch Sesame Street now, you're thinking, why is she such a loser watching Elmo being an idiot <laughs> for, for, you know, <laughs> however long, half an hour, however long. But back then Sesame Street was very different. It was, um, you know, because Sesame Street in my generation spun off into The Muppet Show and The Muppet Show used to have guests on and it used to, you know, like funny, you know, like Steve Martin and that were on the Muppet Show. Oh, really? John Cleese was on the Muppet oh, wow. Show. Yeah, like it was quite a high-profile show. A lot of big actors of that time went on the Muppet Show. But Sesame, but Sesame Street had a similar, it was similar vein of humour as the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show was probably a bit more adult, but Sesame Street still had more wackiness, like the Muppet Show did. You know, with um, they had this guy. I can't remember. I think his name was there was there was one who played the piano. And um, and he used to always get something wrong, and he used to bang his head on the piano. <laughs> and then they had a 
I used to love Grover when he was a, a salesman. He used to try and always sell stuff to like Kermit. And Kermit was Kermit was the crossover Muppet. He was in Sesame Street and the Muppet Show. So um but I used to always love Bert and Ernie, although now we find out that Bert and Ernie are gay. But you know, at that time what? I never suspected. What? Wait, they were what? Gay. what? Yeah, because I heard that's what they had in mind when they wrote them. They were supposed to be this gay couple. What? No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I never realised that. I thought yeah. they were just mates. Yeah, when you watch it now, you're thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, you know, he's he's walking in on Bert, on Ernie in the bath a lot, you know, because he's always singing. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, I suppose, that, you know, they sleep together. And, and they argue, like doesn't a, matter. They argue like a married, married couple. Married like couple, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you can see the genesis of it, but it's all done in a very innocent way, obviously. And, and Bert and Ernie were so – there were such um, opposites. You know, Bert was so sort of anal and Ernie was just sort of this free spirit. And I used to – you know, it was such a good – and, you know, the, the, the people who did it were Jim Henson and Frank Oz. And, you know, mm. I really – because I was – you know, I, this is what I was going to tell you every time we tried to record this before, it cut out so you never heard my confessional. But that was my dream as a child was to be a, a Muppeteer. I wanted to work for the Muppets. <laughs> So, um, I, I actually, I think, um, I think, isn't, um, isn't Frank Oz was from Star Wars? Yeah, Frank Oz was Yoda. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Oz was the puppeteer for Yoda. So it was very, um, I, I, I just, I really liked Sesame Street. Iconic. Yeah. 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 I really liked Sesame Street and I haven't seen it for a long time, but my favorite character is, um, uh, Kermit. Um, and yes. I also like, I also like, uh, the, I also like Dracula. That was oh, yeah. count, that, the count. Is yeah. That's, the that's count. literally how I learned like maths, basically well, early oh, maths. Yep. Um, but it's funny. You got to check this out later. And, um, any of the listeners like check it, um, listening should check this out too. So there's like a meme. Um, there was a movie that came out, um, uh, Disney's Sesame Street or something. And I had like, um, Who's that really tall actor that was in like Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Um, Jason Jason uh, Siegel. Yep. I think he's in it, and um, and it's like a one of those ones where it's like half animated, half like live action. Yep. And um, they're like, what what's that noise? And then you see like this massive shadow, and it's mm. actually like Kermit standing there with like a briefcase, like coming home from work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, and, Jason Siegel was in the Muppet. Oh, I might you know, that the Muppets. Then. He was in the movie when they re sort of, what's the word, revived it, is it? Remember might be that then because yeah. I remember. But everyone makes a meme of it and it's like when Kermit's about to smack you down, like because oh. like the shadows are so big. They're like, oh. ah! Like, you can see like the actors are like, cr- like sort of um, crouching, like, you know, recoiling like in the corner, like, oh, what is that big thing? And like Kermit's <laughs> like, what are you doing at my house? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a very good comment for me. Hello. Hey, Fuzzy Berry. I used to be able to do Kermit. I don't think I can do very good Kermit. Oh, no. I can still do Stitch. Stitch a richer. But what, so what, what were your, like, what were your, um, what were the first shows that you remember watching, like, aside from Sesame yeah, Street? Yeah, well, aside from Sesame Street, so, so we mainly got the ABC and the ABC is very aligned with the BBC. So we watched a lot of British TV shows. So I remember one of the ones, because I used to watch, I remember Doctor Who was on every day, like, you know, around dinner time. So we used to watch it, eating dinner with my brothers. And um, I used to always be so scared of it. You know, I used to be scared of the Daleks. And especially, I don't know whether you watch a lot of Doctor Who, but the Dalek leader 
Davros, you know, he was this creepy looking guy and he had, you know, this, you know, just the way they did it. I was always freaked out by it. And I was, and I watch it now and I'm like, how could I have ever found this scary? <laughs> like, it looks really fake. And, you know, it's actually... the generation I watched it. And, and I was going to say Tom Baker was the doctor I saw the most of, you know. And um, he was the one with the curly hair and, you know, um, the scarf. And, and I was just going to say the, the doctor before him was this actor called John Pertwee. And he was an older actor. And I remember he was so distinctive looking. And I remember him from other shows. Like he was in this show called Wurzel Gummidge where he was a, um, he was a scarecrow that used to come to life. And uh, I remember watching that. As, I used to watch so many, so many. Like I could probably go to, to, to the UK, right, and meet someone from my generation and be able to talk about similar, <laughs> you know, shows because I watched so much British British shows growing up, you know, that we'd probably have some point of, you know, to talk about. Because, you know, then I think I'm, I'm trying to think of Australian kid shows. We used to have this show called, um, there was one called Simon Townsend's Wonderworld and uh, and a lot mm. of people came from that show. And there was, oh, there was this really cool show that used to be on called The Curiosity Show and it was an Australian show and it was these two guys and they were like, I don't know whether they were science teachers or whatever, but they used to do all these science experiments and stuff, and that was pretty good. And um, yeah, crazy, the crazy thing was, about this is yeah. like all those shows sound so boring to me, but but in saying that, at the time, like like the thing is with when I was growing up watching TV and cartoons, if I didn't like mm. something, I flicked the channel. Whereas mm. like you, you like I was kind of spoiled for choice. Whereas you like. You had, you had to had learn no to love it or you didn't well, watch TV. In a way, it gave us, I think it gives our generation a lot more patience, if that makes sense. We watch mm. things to the end, you know, because we've got a longer attention span. So, you know, if I had the choice between watching Simon Townsend's Wonder World now and some of the other shows, there's no way I'd be sitting there watching Simon Townsend's Wonder World. <laughs> but at the time, you know, and, it, and the shows back then, they were so weird. Like he used to host the show with his dog. You know, his actual dog, which was a bloodhound, he used to sit there and he used to talk to his dog like, oh, bro, what's up next? Do you know what I mean? And, this is, <laughs> you know, this is just really weird for this. And then there was another show that came after that called Wombat and it was co-hosted by this puppet, you know, that yeah. was named Agro. And that was, you know, when you think about it now. And there were a lot of shows like puppets. Like there was um on the ABC, the Australian one that I used to watch on, that was Mr Squiggle. Now that's oh, something... I used to watch Mr. Squiggles. Yeah, Mr. Squiggle was unreal because he was so, how did he, you know, it was a marionette. Yeah. And he's going, hi, Miss Jane. Blah, blah, blah. And he used to, the, the, mar the, the guy who was the puppeteer for it was so clever. He used to be able to draw with, you know, with, you know, and talk at the same time as Mr. Squiggle. And he used to draw pictures from people's squiggles. And um and and it was always, you know, you'd go, Oh, you turn it sideways and it'd be another picture and then you turn it upside down and then um, you know, it was really it was really clever, you know, and yeah. it was really like I really loved that for the creative and inventiveness of how they used to, you know, execute that show. But um well, yeah, most is, of the shows I is, watched were English, I think. That and is such I'm, a yeah. throwback to my childhood though. Like that would my mum told me she, I was asking her recently, I was like, you know, what shows did I used to watch? Because I was trying to remember what I watched before I started, you know, got to the edge of like 10, I started watching like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. And my yeah. mom's like, you used to really love this pen show. And I'm like, pen show. And I was like trying to like ask her, like, what, what, what is a pen show? And she's like, oh, there was a pencil. And I was like, you know, desperately searching through Google pencil show. And, you know, 
when you don't have many like clues, it's kind of hard to find what you're looking for. Mm. Uh, and I ended up finding it, Mr. Squiggle. And I, as soon as I saw the picture, I'm like, <laughs> Mr. Squiggle. Was like, mm. And I was telling my mom and she's like, you, you know, you used to like, I'd be walking around or something and I would hear like the intro of the show and I'd just sprint in. I'd be like planted in front of that TV mm. and pity you, like pity you me trying to like pull me away from that TV for dinner or something because mm. I would not get away. Wasn't that good? We have a common show that we used to both watch. Yeah. Which is good, and we have a common point of reference. And um, and I used to, um, and then I graduated, you know, when I got a bit older, I was more interested in like the drama shows about high school dramas. and like the Saddle um, Club or, and stuff. Or primary school dramas. No, no. So I used to, I was really addicted to this Canadian show called Degrassi. I know oh, Degrassi High? Yeah, they've revived it, but it used to be oh. Degrassi, um, it just used to be the kids of Degrassi Street. I remembered when it was that. So they were all in primary school. And then it went to Degrassi Junior High when they got older and then it went to Degrassi High. So I always thought it was funny. So I kind of I kind of grew up with that show. You know what I mean? That was like mm. spot on my generation. When they got to high school, I was in high school. You know, so I really, you know, could identify. And I loved the show because the show had Asians on it, you know, um, yeah. not just, you know, a white cast. So it was really relatable to me. So, and I love the the way, you know, they didn't really look really glamorous either. They looked just like normal kids, whereas sometimes, you know, when I got to uni and they had Beverly Hills 90210, they kind of look too good, you know, like they don't look like, you know, some of those actually in Beverly Hills 90210, the, the high school students looked like they were like 30. I think some of them were <laughs> a bit creased, you know, where they look really old. So it was kind of hard to suspend your, you know, believe, you know, when they look so perfect and yeah, mm. older. Whereas the kids of Degrassi Street and those shows, they look like kids and they look just normal, you know. So when they did issues like, you know, uh, bullying or pregnancy or whatever, you could really identify with the 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 storylines. So mm. I really um, you know, and they had really some some of them, you know, when they're in junior high, the storylines were really believable because they were kind of, you know, they they were they came from a real place. You know, it was. I remember once there was this you know, girl and she was quite proper and then when she got to school she'd get changed and become really sexy <laughs> and she'd do it to try and get votes and all this sort of stuff and it was just like, God, because, yeah. you know, I went to high school with people like that. So it was really, <laughs> you really go, yeah, I know, I know what, you know, there were girls like that who do that all the time. So it was really good storylines, I thought, you know, and even though it was made in Canada, you know, coming from Australia you could still sort of connect with them. And I was going to say the other one because then you can, throw in Pokemon because I, I don't get Pokemon at all, was um, this cartoon series. So this was before anime and all that became really popular. We used to, we used to get um, Japanese cartoons on a lot, you know, and they used to be on the ABC too. There was one called Astro Boy. Yeah, I know. There was Astro one Boy. called Kimba and they were kind of episodic. Well, Kimba was more episodic but Astro Boy was more like a saga because he was this boy who – um, was a robot, but he, he had a robot family and all this stuff. And, you know, it, it was progressive. You know, they got a, he got a sister and all these sort of things. And I used, to, I used to watch Astro Boy, even though he had a really annoying voice. And I remember I watched Kimba, Kimba the White Lion, and I remember there was a bit in Kimba and I was like, oh, my God, you know, that this Astro Boy and Kimba, they must be made by the same people. And I, mm. then I'd start watching the credits and go, oh, it's made by the same you know, the same person did Kimba and Astro Boy, like the same yeah. creator. And then 
And, you know, he was Kimber the White Lion and he used to talk to his dead dad a lot, you know, because he was – and I was like, why? And then when, you know, when the Lion King came out, I was like, they've just – they've just copied Kimber. People probably who never watched Kimber wouldn't know. I think that. I think Lion King was a copy of um, Hamlet Kimber, or something, wasn't it? Go, no, no, go watch Kimber the White Lion, okay? Right. I mean, it's not exactly it, but it's very, you know, he used to, he was a little lion who had to, you know, run the kingdom because his dad had died and he used to talk to the ghost of his dead dad. And so, hmm. yeah, when the, I remember when the Lion King came out, um, and Disney said, oh, it's so fantastic. I mean, the songs and everything were good, but I was just like, oh, this is just a remake of Kimba. <laughs> you know, Kimba the White <laughs> And Lion. no one's heard of that, but everyone's no, heard of Lion King. Yeah, so. doesn't anyone know Kimba <laughs> the White Lion? And then, um, and then I, yeah, and all the all the old cartoons back in that day used to have really good, you know, opening intro songs. Like I can still remember them, you know, like Astro Boy, Soaring High in the Sky. And then we used to have this show called Monkey. Did you ever heard of that? It was called no. Monkey and it was a Japanese <laughs> show. Okay, this was a funny thing. It was a Japanese show. Um, the actors, you know, it was made in Japan, but it was a Chinese story. It was about the Monkey King and it was dubbed in English. <laughs> so it was really like, <laughs> it was really dodgy, right? But it was funny, you know, and the, and you, and the story, you know, is like, um, <laughs> I don't know whether you know the story of the Monkey King. Yeah, it's, it's, famous ve- it's, Chinese yeah, it's very famous, yeah. So if you watched that Japanese version, the, the priest, who's supposed to be a boy, was played by an actress, <laughs> a Japanese actress. <laughs> and so, you know, she's always going, monkey, no violence, you know, and it had a pretty groovy. That's why I said all the, all the song, all the, a lot of the music from the, the 80s had pretty cool intro themes, you know. If they didn't have a song, they had cool intro themes like the, all the American shows that we, you know, because I have two older brothers, so they used to always watch all those American shows like, you know, I don't know whether you know. They've, they've remade them all into movies now, but The A-Team used to be a series. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah dun, and, dun. and Knight Rider, this, he was a car, he had a talking car. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's all these really, and there was, you know, there was, I remember there was one called The Greatest American Hero and this guy, you know, got superpowers, but he was, you know, just normal. I can't even remember how he got his superpowers. And then um, I think he had a super suit or something. You know, when he wore the suit, he was, you know, he was yeah. a superhero. But um, it was kind of, um, yeah, there were all these crazy shows we used to watch in the 80s and you just think, how did oh, – we no, first I'll just go back to the anime because one of the shows I used to really love, there were two shows. There was one called The Mysterious Cities of Gold, which was um, – it's a really good series. The Why does that sound one, familiar? They, re, they redid it, but it oh, was like okay. the original series they did was, you know, because I saw the rejig version and they, um, it's a different story but the same characters. But, you know, I'm so used to the actors who played the original characters and, and it was set in, um, you know, in the, you know, Aztec Inca times when the, the Spaniards were invading yeah. <laughs> America for all the, the gold. They were just interested in, you know, looting the gold. And, and it was really cool because at each episode it was like an ongoing saga. So you'd get really hooked you know, and then um, at the end of every episode, they'd, they'd show a real part of South American history. You know, back in Aztec days, you know, they used to have human sacrifices. You know, this was on a kid's <laughs> show and they're talking about And then they'd recreate it and you see this woman struggling and you know what I mean? They wouldn't show her getting, you know, her heart getting ripped out, but it was still pretty, pretty. it's a pretty full-on concept to absorb when you're a a, a child <laughs> I was probably like you know 11 or 12 when that came on so I was older but it's still yeah 
And the other show that I was addicted to, so I was addicted to all these. They used to have a lot of these saga animations, right? And I, I remember I watched this one. It was a really good one of The Wizard of Oz. I never really got in. I never read the books, but. I have I seen sitting, that movie. <laughs> it, no, no, no. It was a cartoon series. It wasn't oh. a movie. And it went through the whole series and it was just so well done. It was, I found out later it was a, a Japanese one. And I watched this other one called, I watched this one called Belle and Sebastian and The Yearling. They made this movie from, no, they made this series from this book. Um, it was set, I just loved the animation. I used to love, I could tell when it was Japanese animation and I just used to love it. And there was this series, okay, this is a series that I think preceded all the anime that you now see and it was called Robotech. And um, it was a series that the Americans bought from um, the Japanese. So if you ever, you know, now we all know Japanese anime, it's really full on, you know, there's a lot of sex and violence and everything. But what the it's, Americans It's also did, very, like, it's also very sexualized now too, which is kind of disappointing. No, I think it always was before oh. even, but we got, we got really edited versions of them, you know what I mean? So I was going to say with Robotech, apparently all these things <laughs> happened in the Japanese version that didn't happen in the edited American version, oh, edited, right. dubbed American version that we saw. But it was really, it was an awesome series. I used to love it. I used to be so addicted to it, you know, and I didn't really realise they had butchered the story <laughs> to make it <laughs> for the Americans. <laughs> but I used to be, it was so good, you know, and, the, you know, they had, um, you know, it was a real saga with the, they, were, they got invaded by the, you know, these aliens and the aliens were like, you know, some were good, some were bad. It was a mm. bit like um, there was this series around the same time called V. I don't know whether you've ever heard of that. That was quite big around my um, – it was like this mini-series and it was a, similar. It was these aliens come to invade Earth and they're disguised as humans. But when you when they bleed, they've got green blood and they know that, you know, they know, oh, no, they're aliens. And they were like oh, lizards when right. you saw their real oh, skin. Do you remember They're that? like the lizard people from Doctor Who. A little bit, but it was like um, that. Was, I guess it was this. Yeah, it was a really famous um, series, and then they did. You know, it was so popular. They had V, the final battle, and all this sort of stuff. So it was really. Well, anyway, I, I, so, I, I, so I this guess, is my influences. How I'm about just confused you? with Doctor Who because you're like Tom Baker and whatever the other guy's name was, and I'm like, I know who Tom Baker is, but I've never seen Doctor Who with Tom Baker. Um. So, like, the, the first Doctor that I watched was uh, Christopher, Eccles Christopher Eccleston. Oh, my God. Uh, I think he was that the 10th. That makes me feel so old. I think That's he was the 10th Doctor. Yeah, like, he was the he was when they rebooted Doctor Who. Um, yeah. And had it on for ages. And then, yeah. and then I watched Matt Smith and... Um, David Tennant. David Tennant, yeah. But I, I don't... I, I, I'm not a massive Doctor... It's not that I'm a... Ma Hard to describe. Like it's not that I'm a mass. It's not that I'm not a massive Doctor Who fan. Mm. I just I feel like I haven't watched enough to be like a judge on it. Mm. Um, but I did watch a few episodes of uh, maybe was he the seventh Doctor, Sylvester McCoy? Oh yeah. Um, because he was um, he played uh, the wizard Radagast in um, the Hobbit, so I was like I felt obligated to go watch mm. it. But um, one thing. One thing I've noticed from us talking about, like, the shows that we watch as children and then later as, mm -hmm. like, teenagers is that the shows that I watched when I was young and then I guess you watched um, to a certain extent as well, they weren't animated in, as, as you grew up. They were, like, sort of, you know, play school and, like, um, you know, Sesame Street, um, 
the Wiggles, like they're always human. They might wear like a big costume, but you know that they're human. Like um, I, I watched one of my favorite shows was this one called Art Attack. Um, mm-hmm. And this guy used to be on like a um, massive sort of like room, but everything mm-hmm. that he used was like, used was like 10 times bigger than himself. So like his mm-hmm. pencil was like, three times as big as his body and like mm. you know he always had like a lot of paper and paint and i really used to like it because he'd you know spill everything all over himself but he was so funny mm-hmm. um and you know and i grew up watching like okie doke um johnson and friends um Bo- uh noddy like he'd drive his little car around you know yeah we had noddy as well but when when yeah. i had when noddy was on when i was around it was like um it's it like claymation. It was like, or like yeah, it stop was like motion. Stop motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was like me too. They didn't animate it until like the early two thousands. Yeah, I used to love. I, I love stop motion. Too. And that That's ruined my it. Favorite. Oh, the new. Some of the new animation is mm. horrible. Like, have you seen the new Blinky Bill? Uh, Blinky Bill. Oh, he looks. Uh, what the hell is wrong with his I face? Have. Do you know? A few years ago, I got um, tickets to go to the opening of Blinky Bill the movie. And I remember watching the movie and I think I said this movie would have worked better as a TV series. It was very episodic and sure enough, they, it was like a precursor to a TV series. I so. probably would have burnt my ticket. So It was okay. <laughs> I mean, it, my, it was for my kids. They got free merch. So it, It's kids, kind of – did you did you see the whole um, hullabaloo when the new Sonic movie was announced? Gotta go fast. Yeah. And they made – they made Sonic really like um, humanoid, mm-hmm. so we had like really big eyes and like human hands, and the 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 amount of backlash that the director got for that. Um, mm. And I feel like it's one of those things where fans actually won, and I'm glad that they won. Mm. You know, usually it's like you know you've got the toxic fans like I want this, I want that, I want this, I want two seconds of this character, but mm. I feel like this was a very um, like a very sort of uh, necessary change. And mm. they did change Sonic. Um, they did reshooting and stuff. And they changed him a lot more to what he looked like um, sort of as an animated thing. You know, he had bigger spikes and his eyes weren't as, like, human. Um, mm. You know, he had, like, three fingers or something. And they really did change it for the better. So I, I think I think them trying to, you know, make everything human or whatever, like, they, they, sometimes they just ruin it and sometimes mm. it... Sometimes it's good when you see the directors are like, you know what? Actually, I think these fans have a point because, mm. like, people were announcing like we're, they were, we're gonna, people were saying we're going to boycott the movie, you know. Mm. So I guess the um, production company at some point's like, okay, you know, we might like face a hundred million of losses or something if we don't change this. You know, mm. it might cost ten million dollars to change, but if it's worth it, if the fans are happy, mm. um, yeah. And then I went from those kind of shows to like more animated stuff, like, um, you know stuff like Bob the Builder and Curious George and all that mm. kind of stuff. Look, but, I know those kids because my – I know those shows because my kids watch them. Well, they're still <laughs> going, really you know. They're still yeah, going. Yeah. Like, people still enjoy them. They're and still, Thomas the Tank Engine. I Thomas bet. the Tank, yeah. Like, Bob the Builder. I remember um, memorising that those lyrics. Um, but I remember, like, those really funny Australian drama shows as well, like stuff like Round the Twist. And, yes, you know, you'd, yes, yes. You'd have, I like – the main character, like, you know, does a swap or something with his brother and then he's 
like younger brothers like oh i'm in a 16 year old body i'm gonna go talk to girls and you know <laughs> like all that kind of stuff was really funny as a kid and you know when you get to 16 you're like damn this would have like affected my street cred or whatever but when you're like when you're like 10 you're like ha ha he's doing all this bad stuff to his brother like <laughs> <laughs> you know like those shows were those shows were amazing and um it, it's sad that like there's a new generation that's growing up not being able to see them yeah, but I'm sure they'll reboot it. Someone from your generation oh, will get nostalgic. Maybe they will and, they and it's going to be terrible. It. Well, I'm talking a lot. Maybe, Matthew, we should split this into two parts. Yep, definitely. No worries. All right. Well, stay tuned for the next insight. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about, but I'm sure I'm still going to be rabbiting on from where I left off instalment of uh, <laughs> our, our... Childhood favourite shows. Yeah, childhood <laughs> memories or, you know, Audrey rabbiting on about... Her favorite moments in <laughs> back again on childhood favorite show shows. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll do. No, no, no. That was like the ABC. <laughs> Although that's that's quite new, isn't it? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you something. When I was a kid, we used to have test patterns. When you know, after midnight or whatever, there, there was nothing on TV. You just to go. It used to get this like the national anthem, the you know they used to, the the channels used to play the national anthem, and then you just used to have this test pattern, like this screen, mm-hmm. and and that was it. They wouldn't have anything on until like five or six the next morning. Oh right, so it was like a yeah. technical issues kind of yeah. permanently. Yeah, so I guess we could end this part one with. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Part two coming soon. Your light is very near.